You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top. What up, what up, Real Coach JB here, man, uh, Labor Day, Monday, September 7th. Hey, I appreciate everybody on YouTube Live being on the show right now. I'm on YouTube Live. Uh, shout out to my boy Lee. Lee P, he had my whiskey this weekend. He thought it was really good, so shout out to him. I'm telling you, I think I'm on to something, man. The whiskey's pretty damn good, so just being honest. Um, the cigars are really good, too. This show, uh, quote of the day is right behind me on my TV for the YouTube Live guys. Uh and it's a perfect quote for today of this show because the name of this show um, is going to be like pretty much ties in to this deal, which is you're either all in or you're all out. So, I mean, the quote is going to happen to talk about the whole show. So, um, mainly college football, the players, the coaches, how all this thing's being uh, kind of looked at. So, um, there are two people in the world I trust, as you know, me and the other motherfucker ain't you. And that's just how it is. And that's my quote. And I know uh, a, a lady made uh, the quote that I posted on Twitter and stuff, and it, it says there is two people. I know it's grammatically incorrect, but there are two people in the world I trust, and that's my quote. Me and the other motherfucker ain't you. But anyway... This show is brought to you by Manscaped. 2020 has been a year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But there is one thing you can control, and that is shaving your bush. Men, shave your nuts, man. Shave your damn balls for the women out there. Um, our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. And um, let me tell you, 3.0 Manscaped Shaver is legitimate. You ain't got to worry about this motherfucker cutting your nuts or any of that. In fact, listeners of the show will get 20% off free shipping with the code SLAPDICK at manscaped.com. Make sure you use manscaped.com and my promo code SLAPDICK. All right. Uh, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. So it's time to grab 2020 by the horns and shave that front trunk. Take your grooming game to the next level. So, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's Labor Day, man, and it's been one of these uh, crazy weekends. Um, it's been 118 degrees um, out here. Um, so, YouTube Live, I don't know what you think. The new digs, I set up the new office. We changed the office around, man, and made this podcast room a little more conducive. Um, yeah, we had some audio and video and uh, audio-visual effects change. So we're trying to get it all on the up and up, man, trying to make sure we're uh, competitive with the quality. But uh, appreciate you guys. So, you know, Lakers in five, someone said. I don't know, man. I, they scare me still because if they don't hit shots, they lose. If they hit shots, they'll win it all. It's clear as day. So, uh, Hawk Rocker, what's going on, YouTube Live uh, fans? Um, name of this show is all in or all out. You're either all in or you're all out, man. And, um, 
Hey, it is what it is, man. And we're going to get into, uh, into why it is, you know, we're going to get into why you're either all in or all out based on this whole show. So, um, we'll get to it. Well, we got some Laker haters in the house, huh? It's all good. You know, 15 banners later, you want to hate, huh? That shit's funny. Who's your fans? You, you a Clipper fan all of a sudden this year? You be a Clipper fan this year? <laughs> hey, uh, it's all good. Each his own. Um, man, I don't know if you guys saw the tennis player hit the motherfucker in the throat with a ball. I thought the shit was hilarious. Um, and uh, unfortunate, the girl got hit in the throat. Like, if that's my daughter, obviously, there's a flip side. Where I'm going to go after the tennis player and go choke the fuck out of him, right? But, you know, this motherfucker's professional ball hitter. He needs fucking manscape. That motherfucker needs a control his balls that motherfucker hit her in the throat and uh oh man you know i got one thing to say and that motherfucker is probably you is slap dick pretty much why you call me slap dick because my dick slapped me across your face (laughs) that's real he was a slap dick so i had to add that in there um let me let you guys hear it again, man. I think that shit's a cold sound bite. You is slap dick pretty Why much. Why you call me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> so that motherfucker's a slap dick. He hit her in the fucking throat, got kicked out the fucking match. Now, my whole issue with this whole deal is, what is the rule on hitting a ball when it's not the match? Because... He hit the ball before that, too, if you guys peeped it. I don't watch tennis, but I saw that before and after. He hit the fucking dude. Uh, he hit a ball, and it almost hit someone else. So, I don't know, man. Is that an automatic expulsion out the game? Or I don't know what he did. But, obviously, he uh, he got kicked out, number one player in the world. And... Uh, it's a touchy deal, man. John McEnroe shit bird ass even thought that, you know, he deserved it. So that tells you a lot. If John McEnroe thinks you fucking deserve it, something's wrong. So, yeah, we are soft. But, you know, uh, it was fucked up, man. It was crazy. He had a line drive shot. That shit was straight out of, like, some movie like Goon or one of these crazy ass movies, man. So, um, yeah. Yeah, she took some balls to the uh to the throat. So she might need manscape. Davion Clowney signs with the Titans, gets up to fifteen million dollars. Um shit, you know, that's not a bad little payday. Gets fifteen mil. Um shit. You know, I, I don't know why. Something's up though, just so everybody's clear. Something is up with him because if not he would have stayed with Seahawks so coach Carroll must have thought something and he wasn't worth keeping or salary cap reasons but still man you got to try to keep your best players but uh I don't know signs with the Titans does that make the Titans the runaway favorite in the south and the in the the AFC south I don't know I still like the Colts um last year they were fucking five and two before the QB got hurt after fucking luck retired so i don't know we'll see how it goes 
Deshaun Watson signs $39 million contract. Um, $39 million a year. I'm sorry. $39 million a year. Um, and, you know, I think he gets, what, 110 guaranteed or something like that. Um, Earl Thomas went to the Cowboys. He did. Um, you know, he's a Dallas boy, so he wanted to go home, I think. So Earl, Earl Thomas to the Cowboys, which helps them out tremendously. Um, now, if, is he a shit bird in the locker room and shit? I don't know. I mean, this is, you know, team three, team four in the last four years, five years. So um, that's yet to be determined. Are the Colts the class of the AFC South or the Titans and the Texans? Do they have a shot at this deal? I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, Phillip Rivers, does he make them better and put them up there with as, as contenders right away? We're going to see. We're going to see uh, because I think the Colts are loaded. I think they're good. The Titans are good. Uh, they got a running game. It just depends on how Tannehill, how far can Tannehill take them. And that's my that's my take on the whole deal. So um, we'll see what happens. Jordan Briggs, you too. What up? Uh, appreciate you. So Clippers got beat up. These are just some hot takes before I get going. Clippers got beat up uh, game two. I think they just were like, fuck it. You know, I think that bubble's a very... The bubble is a uh, nut checker, man. I think it really checks your your temperature at the door, literally and figuratively. And I think um, I think there's a you know you got to really be mentally hard, tough. And I don't know if these kids are really that mentally tough yet. Um, Lakers lose game one, obviously, um, and you know dominate game two for the most part and in the third quarter they give up like 40 something points and they just seem like they're just not it just seems like they play to their competition they they play when they want to play and uh, I don't think championship teams can do that the Bulls never did the old Lakers didn't do it the Celtics didn't do it Pistons didn't do it I don't know if these guys can we'll see they do have the best two players in the world LeBron and uh, AD so we'll see how it goes man I don't know um, Lakers play defense and hit shots They're going to win it all That's real simple If they don't, they won't I don't know why Markeith Morris didn't play more He came in and hit four fucking threes In like six minutes Fucked up my draft kings And then didn't really play no more So I don't know what Vogel's doing But I'm not a coach So they won He plays good defense the Vogel's a great defensive coach, so I don't know. CJ Arlington, what up, man? Uh, Heaps blew a sweep opportunity with a Giannis that gets hurt. He gets hurt. Middleton takes over. Middleton's legit. I'm just gonna be honest. He's legit. He's hit, he's hit and miss. He's he's to me him and Jimmy Butler are the same player. I don't know if he has Jimmy's defensive prowess, but he's probably better on offense by far. Um, I know Jimmy can score you 40 if he needs to, but he's super inconsistent. I would not call fucking Jimmy Butler an elite player like I keep hearing. He's too inconsistent. FYI, it's 117 degrees here in California today um, or or this weekend. Uh, Today is supposed to drop to like 108, so that'll be fucking nice. Um so we'll see what happens. Stogie! My fucking dog's ripping apart 
my goddamn rug. Knock it off. So, um, yeah, I don't know. So I think the heat will knock it out. Uh, knock this thing out. Um, this game, next game, tomorrow or today when they play today, tomorrow. So I think uh, they'll knock it out. Cal. Um, my dog's fucking chewing my carpet. God damn it. Lou Brock died. Um, that just proves how bad of a fucking 2020 year we really have, man. Fucking another person died. I mean, how many fucking people are dying in 2020? Um, it's fucking, it's pretty crazy. Russell Westbrook, jailhouse fucking attire, his fit was more talked about than his shitty-ass performance, which is crazy to me. That's just how fucking out-of-pocket we fucking are, man, as a society. I'm going to be honest. BYU Navy play tonight. <laughs> Look, man, I'm going to get into this show. BYU Navy plays tonight. Anybody watching it? I, I mean, fuck. Uh, who's going to watch that over in the NBA right now? They both had opt-out players. Obviously, the Navy hasn't, but they've got some COVID guys. Both head coaches are friends of mine. Uh, I have grew up with Kalani uh, Sataki. He's a head coach at BYU. Good dude. But anyway, I posted a tweet that talked about college game day the other day, how shitty it was and how much of a joke I thought it was. Now, does Kurt Herbstreit, is he was he fucking contrite? sincere when he starts crying I don't know I can, I have my own fucking reservations I have my own opinions I'm not gonna blast him even though he blasted me when the show came out so I could take the the, the, the fucking asshole role like I usually do and blast his ass and say what I think but I'm not I didn't see a lot of tears I mean fuck but anyway I posted a tweet and I said, college game day is a joke. To discuss the Heisman Trophy on the show and knowing that Ohio State's ranked number two in all the polls but are not going to play is unbelievable to me. So how is a team ranked number two, number one? So A, let me say that so I don't confuse you. A, how is Ohio State ranked number two and they're not going to play? B, Justin Fields could be the best player in college football, but he's not going to play. So how are we going to discuss a legitimate Heisman Trophy winner? And then this, so I posted it on Twitter and people start talking shit. Well, we should play just because those other fuckers not playing. That's the point. We all are need to play or we're all in or all out. The name of this show. We're all in or we all out. The season is a joke, man, and people don't people don't get it fucking twisted. I got eighty five kids playing Division One right now. Do you think I don't want them to play? Like, come on, man, it don't make no sense. I want my kids to play just as much as anyone. I, I want my kids to play more than I just want to watch random football games. Number one, number two, you know. Why are we forcing this shit? Why are these coaches forcing this? How is... Oh, so Clemson's quarterback's going to win the Heisman. Well, fuck. Justin Fields ain't going to play. You got 35 All-Americans opted out. 
you got 150 draft choices that opted out. And they want to play on pay-per-view. It's a joke. You cannot tell me this shit ain't for the money. And to quit slapping people in the face saying that it's about the health of the kids. It ain't. It's about the money, motherfuckers. Stop lying to these motherfuckers, man. So, Jamar Chase, the best player in the country possibly, the receiver for LSU, he's not going to play. He's opted out for the NFL. So, there's two top three Heisman candidates right there. And this guy's saying, well, what if Justin Fields, some guy responds to my Twitter, what if, some guy, what if Justin Fields gets hurt? You still, we're going to cancel the Heisman? Listen, first of all, you're not very smart for making your comment to my comment because I just said 150 draft choices got fucking opted out. 30 All-Americans. Justin Fields and Jamar Chase didn't get hurt, you fuck. They don't get a chance to even hit the field. So it's a horrible fucking analogy that you made. My point is, why play college football coaches? Because I'm just telling you, did 150 draft picks all get hurt at once too, you fucking idiot? Did 30 All-Americans get hurt at once? No, they didn't. Shut the fuck up. Play the odds, man. This motherfuckers don't even have a chance to play. We all understand injuries are part of the game, fuck boy. I think I played at the highest level. I think I've coached pretty damn for 20 years. I think I understand injuries are part of the fucking game. But 150 draft picks didn't all get fucking hurt at once with Justin Fields and with fucking Jamar Chase and with Penn State's linebacker who's a top 10 draft pick and who all these motherfuckers, Georgia's quarterback, opts out. They didn't all get hurt, fucking idiot. So my point is, why are we playing college football coaches? Like, I had a show last Friday. I called it Why? And it don't make sense to me why we want to play football as bad. I mean, I want to play as bad as anyone. I got kids playing, like I said, man. I want them to play, you fucking idiots. But it's, but it's at their risk. It's not anyone else's. We forget kids will fucking say yes and run through a wall to play football. Without any knowledge of repercussions or they only know what they know. So it's sickening to me that coaches are really saying shit like it's all about health. But yet we won't release the COVID testing results. We have two power five conferences not playing. And Tennessee, University of Tennessee has 44 kids test positive and shut practice in a scrimmage down. So stop saying fucking it's about the kids' health. No, it's not, or you wouldn't even be playing because of all the unknown variables, man. It's going to be harder to watch this season, just so everybody's clear. that All the people out there that want to watch fucking Marshall play Eastern Kentucky, the great college football weekend that we just fucking had with 10,000 10, fans or, or whatever, it blows my mind that we're that hard up for football, which I love it. I love football. I, I'm glad this country loves football, and I want to play as bad as anybody. But it's that it's sad that we're that hard up, and I know we're in a pandemic, and I know motherfuckers want to get out, and I know I get it, man. Trust me. But until we fig, let's figure this thing out, man. You got to have some fucking discipline in your life to say, man, there's bigger and better things out there than just this fucking quick ass. Uh, 
you know, climax here because dog, there's a, there's more to the fucking issue. We need to make sure we can play for the next hundred years, not just this year. And then what if we're, what if next year you cancel and don't even play at all because this thing gets so bad. I'm just saying, have you thought about it? So can we fucking relax and make sure this thing's right first and Last I checked, NCAA has given a year of eligibility to everybody, right? So, yeah, Jermaine's playing. But, you know, this is the thing. Jermaine Johnson, I got Coy Dang at Cal. The Pac-12 was canceled. Like, you don't think I feel for those guys? Coy Dang's a great-ass human being. Great kid and a great fucking player. NFL guy. But, dog, Tennessee just had 44 dudes test positive. Like, they cancel practice. We keep in and out, in and out, in and out. Yeah, Calvin's like my son to me. Calvin Jackson's at Washington State. You know, Chad Chad Davis is a safety at Washington State, another indie player. I got players all over the fucking country. I want them to play, but not to see a motherfucker get sick in 10 years because we don't know what the fuck it is or what the repercussions are. And the cold part is the grown folks who actually think they know, which they don't, are telling these kids to play. They're pushing for it. So it's sad, man, because I've been saying this my whole life, and it's unfortunate because I coach in the profession. I I did. Anyway, I'm not right now, so I'm out of this thing. But what I am saying is it is a meat market, and these kids are pieces of meat. And for people to keep saying that, it's about the health of the kid. Who the fuck is... It's like these Trump followers, man. You guys are that fucking d- dumb to believe the motherfucker's not racist and not, didn't fuck little boys. But yet, you motherfuckers vote for him. Ignorance is life-threatening, man. So you condone that shit by our fucking leader and chief of... You gotta be shitting me. So you condone letting these kids play... And we don't even know the fucking bottom line outcome of this thing. Man, there might be a lot of false positives, dog, in the NCAA. And my auntie may have balls, and she could have been my uncle. You get my point, James Marzano? That's the thing that I don't understand. We're all guessing. We're shitting in one hand, wishing in the other. We don't know. I want to play, too. But I've been saying all along, we all need to be in or we all need to be out. That's it. If if was a fifth, we'd all be loaded. There ain't no ifs with human beings' lives, dog. Not with my kids. I don't. I wouldn't be letting it go down. I'm. Who am I to judge my kids' life? Um, I, I'm just telling you. They're all kids. They're all mamas' sons. They're all family members and friends of yours. So, I'm just being honest. It's that important for you to watch fucking Marshall play Eastern Kentucky when they just fixed the schedule on August 28th. August 28th, the schedule was put in for Eastern Kentucky to play Marshall. Marshall blew them out, right? August 28th, these cats are trying to play that bad that they put a schedule together. Watch film, put a scouting report together. How half-assed do you think that fucking scouting report was? And Hawk Rocker on YouTube, he said, parents haven't said shit. Damn right they haven't. You know why? Because they don't even know when the kid threw the eraser 
at fucking the kids fucking or at the teacher's back. Because the parents don't have no fucking care in the world. They're worried about making that money and feeding their other kids. They got so much other shit going on that they don't have the time to go fucking check on um, what's going on. They think that scholarship money's paying the bills. They got a chance to go to the NFL. Fuck all this gravy. Because there's no investment. They don't really know. But guess what? They're quick to fucking pull your kid out of high school and transfer his ass because he don't want to compete. And he's quick to go talk to the coach when the kid tells him a bunch of lies sucking his teeth. And the parent's quick to be a helicopter parent then. But right now, when it comes down to some social move, some some real issues, and you got Black Lives Matter going on, you had these kids in both conferences that have been scrapped that, that demanded fucking change. They wanted coaches' salaries changed and lowered. But yet, they, 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 they come out and say, we're not going to play no more. Oh, fuck, we want to play. Hashtag, we want to play. All that shit was forgotten about. Stand for nothing, fall for anything, man. Just going to be honest. The, mo- the, the money's the root of all evil. We all know that shit. So, dumb fucks need to wake up and stop endorsing dumb fucks. Open your eyes. These are your fucking kids, friends, family members. Over a quick buck to see Marshall play Eastern Kentucky and Army play Middle Tennessee. Come on, man. You're not even going to get the best SEC football. You're not even going to get a chance to play. I understand the Pac-12 is down. Oregon might be decent. You know, you might get a couple... I understand. Oh, excuse me. I understand West Coast football is shitty, even though California has a number, one of the best recruiting classes every year nationally, not only because education is better on the West Coast. Unfortunately, the kids get out, um, and junior college is not as good unless they have out-of-state players, as you witnessed on Last Chance U. Other states hurt academically, so junior colleges, national junior colleges get a chance to get Division One talent that don't qualify academically, right? But we're fucking struggling on the West Coast because the SEC, ACC is out recruiting and grabbing the best players in California and taking them to Alabama. Hence, Bryce Jones, the quarterback, or whatever his name is from modern day, which is in Southern California. Hence, the St. John Bosco quarterback, the Polynesian kid that bounced out of St. John Bosco right here in L.A. and went to Clemson. Do you think Pete Carroll used to lose those? He would have had both of those motherfuckers at SC. Not just one, both. It's called recruiting, relationship building. Tough love, fucking result-oriented business. You get more kids to the NFL than any other, anybody else. Guess what? Pete Carroll did that. Guess what? The next one would come. Guess what now? Clemson and Alabama is the one getting the players to the NFL. Guess what? The players are going there. It's not fucking rocket science. That's what it is. It's a results-oriented business. Recruiting fucking is our blood life. That's what wins college football games. Results-oriented business. Guess what? Those type of players put wins in the fucking win in, in the win-loss column. Puts Heisman Trophy winners in the fucking books. It puts fans in the stands. It puts great facilities on their campuses. Kids want to go because now there's an attraction there. They go to the NFL more from Alabama and Clemson than they do SC right now in Oregon. So guess where do you think West Coast kids are going? 
boom, out there. So either shit or get off the pot, figure out how to fucking beat them and get some kids back, keeping them in the fucking West Coast. And, yeah, DJ's a good friend of mine's little cousin. So you don't lose those kids if you're UCLA and SC, uh, James. You don't lose those kids to Clemson and Alabama. It's a fucking cardinal sin. It's a no-no. It cannot happen. You cannot tell me USC right here in L.A. with Snoop Dogg and fucking all the traditional fucking, you know. Pete Carroll used to bring everybody to practice, dog. It was a fucking club at practice with stars. You don't think those kids wanted to see that shit? And people say they don't care no more. You know why they don't care? Because it ain't happening. They don't see it in their face every day. No shit, they don't care. So until that changes, the West Coast football will be shitty. But that being said, to answer my haters, it doesn't matter. You still have a Pac-12 conference that's in a Power 5 not playing. You still have a Big Ten conference. Maybe Ohio State and Penn State are the only formidable opponents to any SEC, ACC team this year. But let's be honest, the ACC, besides, you take Clemson out, and those teams are shitty, too. Let's just be honest. Those teams are shitty in the ACC as well. So, there is no fucking, you act like the ACC top to bottom is like a powerhouse. And you got some shitty teams in the SEC, too. Just let's keep it honest, okay? Vanderbilt and fucking, there's, Tennessee's on the rise. Kentucky's been getting better. But those are, you know, historically teams that have been shitty. So, I mean, don't, don't act like the whole fucking SEC is undefeated. The ACC is bad. The Big Ten's all the same. Big 12 is the same. Oklahoma, fucking Baylor had a decent year last year. Nebraska's shit. I mean, just, you know, just let's keep it honest. So, but the bottom line is two Power Five conferences not playing. So, how do you... How do you think this is a great fucking year to play football? Like, it's just keep, it's unbelievable. If the NCAA is giving everybody a year back and we're going to have eligibility another year, why is there a huge issue? You know why? Because money don't get another year and they want the money. It's the root of all fucking evil. You fucks. Understand. Open your eyes. But Marshall was a great, it was a great game, Marshall in Eastern Kentucky on the weekend, wasn't it? Listen, man, it's JV football. I know I had some fucking haters talking about, well, you're going to knock the players that want to play? No, but what are we doing? Are we playing fucking intramurals now? Is this fucking become intramurals? It used to be a professional before the professional. You know what I'm saying? Used to, college football is professional. Nick Saban makes $9 million. Last time I checked, I think he's a fucking considered a professional. College football is big time business. NCAA, March Madness, is big time business. It fucking funds the rest of the colleges. It controls TV gate revenue. TV contracts in these conferences are billion dollar industries. You don't think they're going to try to play some type of season? But I'm telling you, it's going to implode. The football is not good. The TV ratings and pay-per-view, they're going to think they're going to get that. It's not going to be good. 
the SEC, ACC will probably get some pay-per-view and all that shit, and it'll last real, it won't last very long, to be honest. And when they don't see your favorite players playing, Jamar Chase ain't playing, the quarterback at Georgia's not playing, Justin Fields ain't playing, because Ohio State can't even fucking play. You got JV kids out there. Number one, you're going to have more injuries than ever. Number two, why would a coach want to coach a kid that's not their recruit, that's not a big-time player to give them a chance to win? Why? I don't understand that. Because their resume is being judged every single year. So why would a coach put his resume on the on the fucking in, in his reputation? Let me say that. His reputation and resume. Why would he put that at risk by coaching a year? Because just so we're clear, presidents and ADs are like general managers and owners at the next level. It's results-oriented business, and you either fucking win or you lose. Do you think that when Milwaukee Bucks lose tomorrow, they're not going to fire Showalter or Bo Walter or Bush Walter, whatever the fuck his name is? He's fired. And, and Giannis is probably gone. It's what have you done for me lately? And people don't like hearing the fucking truth. And I'm just telling you, this is a results-oriented fucking life we live. So you either win or you lose, and it's when have you won lately and when have you lost lately. The Bucks are going to lose, and unless they fucking, unless they fucking, uh, you know, turn this thing around and fucking win. I don't think that's really going to happen, man. Um, I'm just telling you. Um, so I'm just telling you it's a joke. We're going to figure it out, but it has to be collective. I don't think we can just throw these kids to the wolves and expect them fucking to play. I told you, I think high school football is a different fucking argument. Because those kids, you ain't going to get another year of eligibility. What are you going to be, 20 fucking years old playing high school football? No. So high school is a, is a true traditional sport. It's a traditional pastime. College football is not traditional no more. Kids leave to go to the NFL quickly. They want money. They transfer now because they don't want to compete. College football is not what Curb Herbstreit says it still is. He's wishful thinking. This shit is not what it used to be. Because when you committed to something, you stuck with it because kids understood the word commitment. They don't understand what that word means, and nobody's teaching them that shit because these coaches just fucking want to suck their dick so they don't transfer. They're not teaching them real fucking values and fucking, uh, you know, nobody has a real mission statement no more. They have no fucking core values. They're not teaching these kids that shit. That's for sure. So let's just keep it 100 and say what it is. It's about money. Chase the money. Obviously, follow the money. You're going to find out why. And these kids are being the pawns. They're going to sit there and be looked at like a fucking piece of meat. And it's unfortunate, man. It's sad. And I'd be ashamed as some of these coaches that really know the truth. And they're like, I know they're going home at night not sleeping very well. Because I know they're sitting there like, fuck, man, this ain't the right thing. I know it ain't. So I've talked to dudes. I ain't going to say no names, but I trust me. I've talked to more people that don't want to do it because of that reason, because I know these dudes and they do actually care because they are the best recruiters on their staff and they're bringing the kids in. Just so we're clear, 
the head coach seals the deal, but he doesn't put a lot of work in unless you are a huge big-time recruit. He's not putting in a lot of work on each individual kid, just so we're clear. So his relationship with those kids are not the same as the recruiting position coach. So I want you to understand how this business works. Nick Saban makes $9 million. The kid comes in, his dick gets hard, he's in awe. Oh, shit, that's Nick Saban. He's got fucking six rings on his finger, whatever. All these NFL players. His office looks fucking glamorous and goldy, golden, and, and everyone's like, shit. He didn't recruit this kid for fucking 12, 24, 36 months, though, like his position coach did. Some coaches have better relationships than others. Some head coaches are better than others at this thing. But what I'm saying is it's not a true investment. So why not play? But the kid recruiting these kids, the coach recruiting these kids all the fucking time are really at home struggling to sleep at night because they're like, fuck, man, is this the best thing? We're in an unknown situation that has a million variables and a million moving parts, and we don't really know what the best deal is. But I do know one thing. If you keep stopping and starting and starting and stopping, you're going to lose interest Kids, people are going to be disinterested. You're going to have this thing implode. Nobody's going to watch it. You're watching JV fucking football at, at its best. And you're going to see college football turn into intramural youth organizational football. And it's going to be a slap in everyone's face. And it's going to be a JV talented environment. And we're going to sit there and pay for pay-per-view for it. But I'm the asshole. Go figure. I'm just telling you, man. Hey, ignorance is life-threatening. And without a commissioner, you got motherfuckers throwing shit at the wall, seeing if it will stick, and at the kid's expense. That's the cold part. So we can watch fucking Middle Tennessee, which I have a kid playing at, by the way. Good player, great kid. I don't want to brisk his life. And I don't want him just to fucking so he can play Army. I, I understand the Army and the Navy fucking environment is unbelievable to play at. But it's not, this ain't normal situations. We're not in a normal fucking world right now. This is a different world. It's fucked up, man. The non-caring assholes of America, the NCAA, don't give a fuck. And for you parents out there that are just sitting there taking it in the ass, how about you become a little more proactive and be as proactive as you are with your kid's college selection as you are with him transferring from that college. If you would do the one and not the other or do as the same as the other, we'd probably have better fucking situations out there with these kids and they probably wouldn't be so fucking enabled and soft and entitled and self-gratification awaiting, then we probably have a better fucking situation. But guess what? You motherfuckers don't even know or have any investment on where they go. As long as it looks pretty, you wear you bring 20 fucking hats on a desk, and you say, take this hat off and put on this one, and you're the fucking, that's your choice. <laughs> and parents, you don't have a fucking clue, but you're real quick to fucking tell the coach, why my son ain't playing, and you're real quick to transfer him out. Something ain't fucking right. So unless you fucking invest 
And just like a voter, man, like if, if you if you don't vote for a president, and I'm gonna be honest, I I don't I haven't voted. I'm voting this year. I haven't voted forever, man, because you know. I was told one time, probably a dumb, ignorant statement, uh, you know, until the president loses by one vote, what's your vote matter? Well, you know, a million people think that way. You're fucked, right? Well, anyway, I'm voting because I'm talking shit this year. See, I always stay out of politics. I always stay quiet. And I wish I never got into it this year. But I had to go and really look into this politician and politics because it is worse than Crips and Bloods growing up. It's worse than killing red and blue. And it's funny, it's back to red and blue again. How ironic, right? You got red and blue states. One state's playing high school football. One color's playing high school football. One color's not. Like, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I don't know what the fuck I am. I guess I'm an independent thinker. But all I know is we don't think for what's best for the kids at all. Never. And it never happens. That's un- And unfortunately... Even the parents and family members don't always fucking put the kids first. Just telling you. They don't even put the kids first. They fucking put themselves first looking for a quick payday. And then they want to blame the coach because they didn't attain any of the information. They didn't go out and work for it. So therefore, when they don't get it, they fucking want this. They self-gratification. They want this fucking... Oh, blame you, blame me, blame him. They're never going to blame themselves because they didn't put no work in it. They want the easy way out. So guess what? Oh, we'll transfer coach hating on my son. You don't know shit about what the fuck's happening at practice every day because you've never been there and you're just a fucking helicopter parent who has no fucking investment. Don't, where were you when the fucking kid was failing all the classes and didn't show up to practice and, and didn't show up to uh, class? What'd you do then? <sighs> Man, I don't know. Just telling you. You guys sound like a bunch of fucking slapdick enabled fucking shitbirds, man. And you're okay in it. That's the cold part. You guys are okay in and signing off on this shit. You guys are, there's more people out there voting for Trump and saying we should play college football because they want to play than understanding that what really needs to happen and the truth and who's, the, who's this really benefiting that's how fucking selfish motherfuckers are. Hey, it's what it is, man. Each his own. Good luck to you motherfuckers out there. Yeah, well, weed's legal now, all these places. I mean, it's a shit show. We're, we're, we're soft as baby shit, man. The country's soft as shit. And, and you know, we're, we're, we're shitting down our legs, man. That's how soft motherfuckers are. And nobody wants to call them out. And everybody's a fucking know-it-all. And everybody has the answers. You ain't part of the solution. You're part of the fucking problem, man. Just what I'm saying. But we'll see. Hey, you're either all in or you're all out. Two people I trust. Me and the other motherfucker ain't you. And that's just the bottom line. So I'm just telling you, man. We got too many slapdicks out there. But um, hey, man, I hope we're all in on this deal. And we can make sure that we're going to wait this thing out and make sure we understand that it's about the babies, not about you. It ain't about me. It's about us. That's my staff quota. That's my staff quote. That's my staff motto. 
That's what I live by with a staff. When you're a leader, leaders, leaders create more leaders, not more fucking followers. And it's about us. It ain't about me. It's about us. So when it becomes about me, we get a lot of fucking problems. That's when you get backbiting. That's when you got selfish issues. That's when you have not everybody on the same page. That's when you have half the motherfuckers making a left at the stop sign, half of them making a right. And that's when you got a fucking huge disconnect. And it takes one bad apple to ruin the whole fucking bunch. And cancer spreads like fucking these California fires. And we're going to have major fucking issues. And it's getting worse. It ain't getting better. I'm just telling you, college football, college athletics, everything is getting softer, more accepting. It's okay for the kids to question the coach now. It's okay for the kid to question the parent now. The kid tells the parent what to do 90% of the time, believe it or not. That's the cold part. So, Ron Bell, no sacrifice for greatness. I even say something else. It requires zero fucking talent to give effort. Just telling you. It requires zero talent to give effort. It requires zero talent to invest in some in your fucking own son or daughter. It requires zero fucking effort to go see what's really going on. And it requires zero fucking effort to call a spade a spade, a square a square, and a circle a circle. And if the parent can't realize my son's a fuckstick, and I fucking birthed him, maybe I should look at myself in the mirror and correct my kid before it gets too late, before he affects someone else in a wrong manner, then you got a problem and you need to fucking go out and... uh jump off the fucking bridge because you're a fucking enabling slapdick and you're your son and daughter is not always right just so you're clear just so we're clear your son and daughter is not always right I, I know that's hard to believe your son and your daughter is not always right please understand okay please understand a real person calls it what it is and corrects it because correction is not fucking criticism. Just so we're clear. Hey, man, it's been a quick show. 46 minutes I'm at. Labor Day. Enjoy the day. I did it a little early, 945 on the West Coast. Hopefully everybody's out there safe, staying uh, out this fucked up bad, uh, you know, air quality in California because we have a million fires. And, uh, and it's 120 degrees on top of it, man, so... I'm going to try to stay in the crib, do some work, and uh, everybody else stay safe, man. Enjoy the uh, Clipper game later on, the Boston game, and then uh, hopefully the Clippers get beat. But we'll see. And then uh, we'll see the Lakers play tomorrow, man. I'll see you guys again on Wednesday. Become a member of my YouTube. I'm telling you right now, I'm starting up. I'm getting everything figured out this week, and then I start my membership shows which is going to be last chance you live commentary of watching my two seasons and also where i'm doing a coach's clinic and that's an upper tier membership and i'm actually doing three clinics a week i got a chalkboard put in my office here um 
We're going to have college football film, NFL film, and I'm going to break down football at the most minute level. And I'm going to start at the bottom, and, and we're going to go all the way up to the advanced coaches and the novices to the advanced. We're going to have everybody in between. If you want to be a coach and understand it's more than just X's and fucking O's, it's about Jimmy's and Joe's. And can you get that motherfucker to run through a wall? I will teach you every single little intricate piece of football you can imagine. From administrative to weight room to offense, defense, special teams, recruiting and managing kids, it'll be there. So become a member and uh, that'll be up this week and I'll announce when we're, we're going to go. Hopefully we're going by next Monday. This is the Real Coach JB, man. Enjoy the week and uh, stay safe. Appreciate you guys. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance.